Today's daf is daf yud gimel. We are going to begin with parich, a kashu. Sorry, kashu ba bepum nahara. The word says kashu ba bepum nahara. Mishmeid ravhunu berei derav Yeshua. In the city of Pum Nahara, they had a shaila. They had a difficulty against Rav's proof. In the name of Ravuna, who was the son of Rav Yeshua. Me dami Yavid, you compare the two cases. Hasam betedas pikadin Yavid in the Hali. There in the Raisa, he gave her money as a pikadin, as a deposit. But they're his. Savra, she therefore thinks, Ishadina lehu umetavra. If I'm going to throw them and break them, then mechayavna lehu. I'm going to be mechayev to pay for them, as with anyone who destroys another person's property. The fact that she's silent is interpreted as a haskamo uh, only to continue in her role of holding it as a pikadin. Here, he gives them to her as a kiddushin money, so that they would belong to her. If she doesn't want it, then she should throw them away. He refused this argument. Is this to say that all women are learned in here also she thinks if I throw them and they break, I'm responsible for them. Therefore, I will not throw them. You can't learn from here that the fact that she does not throw the coins that she accepted the Kiddushan money. sent in front of Ravina, in a case like this, what's the halacha? Sholach lei. So Ravina sent the following. Anam leshmiel alon hodr upon a bread of Yeshua. Atam leshmiel alon choshulah. So he said, we do not hear the statement of the Ravuna. Therefore, we do not need to take into consideration. You who heard it should be concerned about this possible condition. Whereas as a story, who it said to have a kamezavna varshechi. There was a certain woman who was selling belts. Also, who gavrachata varshechamine. There was a certain woman who was selling belts. And this man, a certain man came and took, started snatching belts from her. So she said to him, give it to me. If I'm going to give it to you, are going to be Mekodesh's to me? She took it and was silent. said she could say, Yes, I did take it. However, I took my own my own belts. In other words, there's no proof that she agreed to accept the Kiddushan. Or if he grabbed the seller from her hand and was Mekadosh with her, the Allah is Mekadosh. So why does Ram Nachman say here that when he took it from her and was Mekadosh, she's not Mekadosh? So then where answer is, Hassan bid There, it's referring to a case where he had previously arranged to marry her, and therefore if she remained silent, she certainly agreed to the condition. And we know Tehmet Hashanah bin Shadich of Leitamrech, and from where do you know to say that there's a difference between a case where he had previously arranged to marry her and where he, he had not arranged to marry her? Law, 
halacha is that in a case where a man has said to a woman, take this cellar that I owe you, and he went back and said to her, be mukadeshus with me. So if he said that at the time the money was given and she wanted it, the halacha is mukadeshus. However, if she did, if she uh, if he issued a statement after the money was given, then even if she wanted any Mukadeshas, she's not Mukadeshas. So Rachman says, my ratza, my ratza. What is the meaning of she wanted and she, and what is the meaning that she did not want? Now, if you're going to say that, what does it mean she wanted? It means that she said yes. And what does it mean she did not want? It means she said no. Which would imply that if she would be silent, then it would be a condition. However, but if so, let the Brisa teach simply that she's Mukadashas without specifying as it there as it did in the previous case with regards to a person who said, take this Allah as a Pikadan. It's obvious that if she explicitly said no, she's not Mukadashas. Rather, Rather, you must say that she wanted means she said yes, and she did not want means that she remained silent. And the case of silence that the Brisa taught that she's not Mukadeshus, my time. But what's the reason that the condition is not a good condition if she remains in silence? Because she could say, Yes, I took, but I took my own property. I never had the Kavana to be Mukadeshus to you. But this, that you had a shadow with regards to what we learned, that if a man was Mukadesh her with property that was taken by robbery or taken. Or property taken by forced, or the property that was taken by theft, or if he grabbed the cellar from her hand and was makadish with her, she's makadishes. Lavshmamina, rather, must say, there's a difference if they had, um, they were speaking about marriage before or not. Whereas there's a story, when Asi died, so the Chachamim assembled to collect his statements. In other words, they wished to review his rulings of Allah, maybe, hopefully, that should not be forgotten. So a certain member of the Chachamim, and Rabbi Yaakov was his name, said to them, This is what he said, That just like, a woman cannot be acquired by less than a, a, the value of a prota, so too land cannot be acquired less than the value of the prota of So they said them, says clearly that although a woman cannot be acquired by less than a shava prota, land can be acquired by less than a shava prota. So Amrlahu, the Rebbe said to them, when the Brisa said, a land could be acquired less than a shavar put, but talking about in regards to the acquisition through an exchange, Kenya Khalipin, which we explained is a legal act of acquisition formalizing the transfer of ownership of the article. The tiny was taught in Brisa, Bikli, one can acquire land and uh, by giving a Kaylee Vapabishim Shavaputta, even though it's not a Shavaputta. How the Yasuf Kamri then they sat and they said more Allahus of Rabasi. It says that anyone who Shmuel says that anyone who does not know the nature of Gitan and Kiddushin should have no dealings in them. And Amar of Asim and Bechin, because she lived me to be there in Mabon. Basi says 
and those who deal with these halachas who don't have proper knowledge are worse for the world than the generation of the Ramabashim. Like it says, Swearing and lying, stealing, committing adultery, they break all bowels and blood touches blood. So the Mark says, My Mashro, what can you learn from here that this Pasuk is referring to individuals of this kind and they are worse than the Dharam Apple? Metagam Rabbi as Rabbi Yasef translated, They give birth to children through the wives of others, they add sins upon sins. And as written also in the next Pasuk called Kain Tabal, Therefore, the land mourns, and everyone who dwells there languishes. But the beasts, the field, and the fowls of heaven, and the fishes of the sea are also taken away. This is mashma that those who cause to have uh, illegitimate children to be born lead to such a great tragedy that even the fish of the sea will die. Now, we know in the generation of the Zeramabul, the decree was not imposed upon the fish in the sea. Whatever was on dry land died, which is that fish in the sea. Over here, um, even the punishment which is described in Isha'ah is even in the sea, the fish in the sea died. And we're asked, but one can say that this punishment is not administered until they perform all of them, only if they commit all the sins mentioned in the Pazic. Like a false old committing murder and stealing. You shouldn't think this way because the Pasuk says, for, because of swearing, the land mourns. The Pasuk teaches that on account of taking false oaths alone, the world can be destroyed. Which is much better that these acts alone are enough to warrant destruction. Or asks further, But one can say that taking a false oath is distinct, as it involves the Mechalash and the Ebershah's name, and the other sins are distinct. There are less severe offenses and entail less serious punishment. Therefore, it is possible that this great tragedy will result only if one performs all of them. So, our answer is It's written and they break all bounds. Sorry, Miksiv Ufaratsu does it say and they break all bounds? Which we imagine that all sins are included in one, one time. Rather, Paratsuksiv is written they break all bounds from, which is Mashba that this punishment is given. Separately for each of the sins. Where says how the Yosef Then he said additional statements in the New Ravasi. The regards to which the Mishnah says with regards to a woman after she gave birth who brought his who brought with regards to a woman after she gave birth who brought her sin offering, and then she died. So so this woman she brought her carbon chatos, but. So the Allah is that the Yershim, she died, and the Yershim, so now the Yershim have to bring her her, um, her burnt offering to fulfill the remaining Kurbanis obligation. The Allah applies only only when the woman herself had already separated, in other words, designated the animal for a Kurbanis. But if she did not separate in her lifetime, then the Yershim will not be able to Bring in her behalf. Apparently, Shmuel maintains that the property of a debt is not leaned by the tear. In other words, one does not say that because she was required to bring a carbon law, there is a lien on her property and the chay must be paid even if she did not set aside an animal before the death. 
Rashi says that even though she did not separate the Karun Eil in her lifetime, it must be that he maintains that the property of a of a debt is a Shimu de Raisa. So Rashi says, But these Chacham already disagreed with his issue once. Why would they engage in the same Chalikas with regards to multiple applications? We have a famous Machlekes, Rav Shmuel, with regards to a loan, by, uh, which was Balpeh, in other words, without a document. And we know that a Milva Alpeh doesn't place a lien on the land if the, if the let's say, the Bachir dies, so the creditor can not collect the loan from the Yerushim or from those who purchase the land. This is Allah, even if it's clear that there was a loan and the and the Bachir doesn't doesn't deny it. With regards to Milval the creditor can collect from the Yarshim and from those who purchased the Khaif. It shows that those same Chacham already disagreed as to whether a Milval exists by in the absence of a document. So Marsha's Tzich, it was necessary to state both cases. If it only say one case, if it only said the case of the loan, you could think that it's only in regards to this situation that Shmuel says there's no Nulval There's no, sorry, because it is a loan that is not written in the Torah. The loan is merely a private agreement between two individuals. Al-Bahach, but with regards to the obligation of a woman to bring a Korban Eila, so Emma made a little out of You could think that he agrees to Why? Because since the woman's obligation to bring a Korban Eila is written in the Torah, Perhaps it creates a shibuda on our property, despite the fact that there's no shtaris uh, over there. Yes, me and the Baha'u, and if it only say this case, welcome Rabbi Yechlin. You've seen Dafka over there, Rabbi Yechlin says the Milduk Subatari, the Superstar Dummy. Rabbi says that Dafka, in the case of the Korban Eda, is a loan written in the Torah, is like one written in the document. Al Baha'u, with regards to a private loan, Imam Medele, the Shema, maybe agrees to Shmuel, Sikhain. Amr Papa Rabbi says, El Chasad Allah is Milu Alpa, gave him a Yershim with regards to a loan by oral agreement. The creditor can collect from the Yershim. And he gave him a lakochas, but he cannot collect from those who purchased the chayv. I'm sorry, who purchased from the from the um, from the um, aleva. Gave him the yershim shibudayraisa. The reason he can collect from the yershim is that the accepted opinion is that the property of a chayv is lien by Torah law. And he gave him lakochas to less bekeila, but he cannot collect those who purchased from the aleva because the loan milvapet does not generate publicity. People will not have heard about it. Therefore. They're not careful to avoid buying property from the Leivev, from the Bachayev. These purchasers should not suffer due to the Chayev that was not, due to the Shibu that was not well known. Now, the Mishnah teaches, Vakedis Atsubim, Beget and Mrs. Abal. A woman acquires herself through a get at a Mrs. Abal. Bishlam, Beget, Xivikas, Allah, Kreis, Sivakrisis, Mela, by a get that says that he writes for her a Sivakrisis. This indicates that a get enables a woman to marry whoever she wishes. After the worst, this is a Where do we know that the death of the husband enables the woman to remarry? It's a logical reasoning. Who asked of who He, the husband, rendered her forbidden. Is that remarried? And he has permitted her. Since the husband is no longer alive, there's no one who makes her roster. Where it says, but we know by those whom relationships are forbidden, as he renders her forbidden to them, yet he is not permitted her to them when he dies. For example, one may not marry one's father's wife, even after the father dies. 
rather from the fact that the Torah states that Yavama who does not have children is also from marrying anyone besides the Yavim, it can, it can imply that a widow who has children from her, a Torah says Mother. Or says Vadilma, but perhaps one should learn from the following Allah. A woman who does not have children from her deceased husband, so the Allah was the woman, it's forbidden to everyone and permitted to the Yavim. And a woman who has children from her, it's forbidden to everyone else. And the fact that the Torah states that a, a widow is forbidden to a perhaps one can say that she's forbidden to a kengadol, whereas to everyone else, it's a positive mitzvah. Where asks, I say my avidity. This mitzvah say, what is the purpose? If the death of the if the death of the husband affects her status, it should be entirely permitted. And if the death of the husband does not affect the status, then she remains in her initial state when her husband was alive. Therefore, those who engage in relationships with her would be liable to receive the death penalty. So my answer is, on the light. And why is this suggestion not considered reasonable? So you can argue and say, I peaked the Mrs. Vilkmelase. One could argue that the death of the husband removes her from the class of people with whom one is punished by death for having relationships. I mean, they have absolute and placed in a class of people with whom is us to have relationships. It's a positive mitzvah, just as with regards to uh, animals that have uh, were Rokudish, and then they became disqualified. This is referring to animals. That were designated as carbonas, but became invalid due to some moon. Very explained. The mikarah is bumila. The halach is with regards to such animals that initially, when they don't have a moon, they are subject to the halachas of meila. In other words, misuse. If one benefited from them, he has misused kachim. A sin of begizav abeda, unlike with sharing them and performing malach with them is aser. Parkinu. Once the animals have, the, have developed a blemish and one has redeemed them, so then, there's no issue against misuse, because of all made in this city, but sharing them and performing balach with them is also. Now, based on this example, it's possible that the death of the husband does not render the woman entirely permitted. If so, one cannot learn from here that it's permitted for a wife whose husband has passed away to marry another man. Rather, what's the mocker? The terrorist says, lest he die in battle and another man takes her. Which is much that a man can marry a, a widow. But say the other man mentioned means the yavam. Or you ashen, rachis ashtayf tuvis padabar. There's two chumas. Number one, call the yavam la ikra acher. Yavam does not call another. But hey, the ksib usnea ish acherin, because of the sefer krisis, oik yomus ish acherin. Tanya says, and the letter husband hates her, writes for her a scroll of severance, and gives it to her husband, and gives it, to her, and gives it in her hand, and sends her out of the house, or the other husband dies. Now, so I'm juxtaposing death to divorce. It's just if his divorce permits a woman to everyone to complete the severing of the husband from his wife, thereby allowing her to marry another man. So to the death permits her and completes the Krisus, allowing her to marry another man.